A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome back to Sofa Cinema Club. I'm Colson Smith, and as always, I'm joined by Oh shh, Jack P. Shepherd. <laughs> it's easy. I've totally forgotten surname Woods. L Woods, Ben Woods, Ben Woods. Yeah, I can't. That's Molly Gag. Yeah, and 160 episodes in, I'm still forgetting L <laughs> Ben Woods. <laughs> da, da, da. Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together to educate each other on films. It is all about the films we should have seen but we haven't. Each week we set a film for the others to watch, and then we come into the studio and talk about what we loved, hated, and rated about the film. Now, the beauty of our podcast is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the film at home and join us every Thursday to find out what we thought. This week's episode has been chosen by you guys, the audience at home, and you have picked for us the classic that is Legally Blonde. But before we get into talking all things Legally Blonde, as always, how has your week been? What have you been up to? Jack, straight in. Mm. I mean, this is this is big news. So me and Ben have known about this for almost a year. No, over a year. Over You've a known year. About it. Have we? Yeah. Have we kept it as Coulson kept a secret for over a year. <laughs> Can you believe? Well, well, how it came <laughs> how it came about. I texted the group, didn't I, on the WhatsApp, both like you two, and I went. Just so you know, it was when, I tell you when it was, it was when we were going down to London for our first ever award nomination. Podcast for awards. Podcast. Do you remember? Yeah. It was that. So when we were coming out of London, I texted our group and I went, by the way, just so you know, I've got some big news to tell you both. But I didn't say it on the group. I went, I'll tell you when I see you, which is very, very unlike me. For those that know me or don't know me, you'll know that. I don't do announcements. I certainly don't drop a bombshell like that. And I don't do looks, announcements. Well, you know what I mean? I Not really. Mean. No, you don't. It just looks weird. So then me and Colson are busy going, ooh, I wonder Private what's... messaging, you two. We went through it. I was like, he's leaving. <laughs> so, so, it's so, something massive. He's moving away. Yeah. You go in jungle. You're yep. saying jungle. jungle. Oh, hello. Yep. The ice skate. You went, he's getting married. Yep. Kids. Another kid. <laughs> what was interesting was everything we said was definitely not this. Yeah, yeah, this never came up. This, <laughs> this never, never came, came up. up. What we're trying never to say is up. that was the scale of it, wasn't it? 
as in yeah. that you this was massive news and you wanted to tell us but we strictly couldn't tell anyone strictly yeah. couldn't strictly tell anyone. Strictly. is that oh, is that it is that the clue so jack so i came down to london and then i saw you both and we were crossing a road weren't we at the time and yes we were guessing we were guessing i'll tell you and all i did i just looked at you both and i went madam to swords and your heads <laughs> your heads fell off can't believe it there is going to be a waxwork of Jack P. Shepard as David Platt in Madame Two Swords. That's huge. Because that's like, that's reserved for like massive famous people. I remember you saying it's happened to the Queen. It's happened to so-and-so. Well, over 200 years, Madame Two Swords has been going. Has it? Yeah. Imagine 200 years ago, someone went, oh, I've got a great idea. What's that? I'm going to make someone out of wax. I'm going to make a giant candle. (laughs) I'm going to make an early version of TikTok. So... Where are we now with it then? So they they started then, um, the contact me verse four and says, look, we want to do this of you. And we um, want to put it in the museum. And I was like, amazing. Of course, definitely. So I turned up for like fittings and like, uh, they do like big, they take loads of photos. They do loads of visual, vid- video, fo- uh, videography of you so that they can get a complete match like to your face as close as possible and your body. And then you go and you meet the team, the people who do skin, the people who do the hair, the people who do eyes, the colour match. It's a full operation. Full operation. How do you think they do it, Jack? Sculpt, like they sculpt and everything. And so someone sculpts your face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By machine? Yeah, yeah. By from hand? Clay, from clay, first of all. Oh, uh, yeah. And then um, they put sort of like the wax on top of that. All by hand? I think a lot of it is, yeah. Yeah, a hell of a lot. yeah, like yeah. Like yeah. traditional yeah. thing, wow. isn't it? And, wow. I mean, this is top, top secret, but me and Ben have seen it, haven't we? Yeah, you've seen. Mm, and yeah. it is. It's good. Unbelievable. I think you'd almost look at it, if someone showed it you on your phone, yeah, picture. You'd, yeah, you just think it was a photo of you, Jack. Yeah, you wouldn't. You would never know if you saw it out of context. You would think that Jack's done a photo shoot. Yeah, exactly. As David Platt, it's very good. Wow. Yeah, that's huge. Mm. That's like really famous. Yeah, now. you're big you're time. Like really famous. That means you're the biggest out of the three of us now, doesn't it? Officially. Because mm. before yeah. we were all treated as equals, <laughs> whereas now yeah, we're not now. You've, you, you've got the top trump card, haven't you? <laughs> Yeah, I never have enough wax for my ears. <laughs> <laughs> We've run out. <laughs> We've run out. We only did his head. I tell you what, fair play though. It's very good. What really got me as well is like your costume is bang on. Work did that, didn't they? Yeah, work of sent. Yeah, work of obviously collaborated as much. But with, like, with them. it's creepy how good it is. Yeah, creepy. Like. If you saw that at a house at night, you'd go, oh! Yeah. Yeah. It's eerie. It, it, I mean, it, it is brilliant. And you've put a post now on your Instagram, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, have you? What with, what with, with it? It's like, it's a video of me. It's in the early stages, a year ago, of me going down and like posing, doing the first posing for it. Yeah. So if you remember, like I went to London and I went to the museum, Madame Tussauds, do you remember? And I was looking round. Is it a bit weird looking round thinking, 
I'm going to be in here. Yeah, but it's fucking mint, Ben. It's mint. mint. How long do you reckon you've got in there? I, I think that's it. Oh, you're in, you're in. I think it's you're in. It's a club once you're in, you're in. Imagine if they said, we don't want you anymore, but you can have you. Imagine that in the hallway, top of the stairs. Yeah, that'd be mint. I'd love that be as well. Amazing. That'd be absolutely be mint. Amazing. <laughs> so all you've got, you've got the Madden Two Swords, and then the next thing is you need a knighthood. Yeah, I need that next. That would that would finish it off, really. I'd prefer to be a lord. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so from now on, it's the race between three of us to either have letters after our name. Or to have a title in it. So it's either Colson Smith MBE or Sir Ben Price. That's all that can happen now to try and get ourselves back level, Ben. I'm going to need to win an Oscar. Oscar would be good. Oscar would be good. I don't know, would it top two swords? It's close. It's up there. But I'm a long way off. Speaking of topping two swords, it's very, very hard to do. But I have some massive news. And it's not just massive news about Jack. It's massive news for all three of us. So, yesterday, for our Patreon subscribers, they got early bird access to buy tickets to the first ever Sofa Cinema Club live show, didn't they, boys? Hotcakes. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it sold out, would you? I think that's it. <laughs> we put it on for it. Less than a second. <laughs> so on Friday, the 18th of November, the three of us are taken to stage at the Anthony Burgess Foundation in Manchester City Centre to do the first live show of Sofa Cinema Club, completely off our own backs, on stage, us three, live for one night. For one night only. Yeah. I think it's exciting and slightly frightening. Slightly fine. If it goes wrong, we're gonna bring it we're gonna bring in your waxwork. Wax <laughs> <laughs> or if Jack can't make it. <laughs> if it's lagging a bit, we'll bring that on and everyone can just file past and watch it. And if it goes really bad, Ben's gonna do his trapeze. <laughs> I'll do I'll do my clown show. <laughs> so if you guys are listening but you're not with us on Patreon and you want tickets, they go on general sale. On Friday the 14th, which is tomorrow for you listening on Thursday. So you've still got time to get on the Patreon now. And get early access. Get the link. Right, I'm sure everyone listening is dying to know where they can buy tickets. So Friday, tomorrow, the 14th of October, tickets go on general sale. And all you have to do to get them is go on over to www.sofacinemaclub.com forward slash live. That's where you'll find the tickets. There is only 80 available. Get them quickly to avoid disappointment. It's the first time the three of us are doing this. It's going to be really good fun, in it, boys? We did a warm-up gig, didn't we? Yeah. We did it. We did a warm-up gig in a field to test our live skills. This is our first world tour, isn't it? Yeah. One night. It's a, it's a one night world tour. We're going to be selling merch. You're going to be able to meet us. We're going to be we're going to be doing the podcast live. It's quite mad, isn't it? Does that top two swords? It's pretty up there. It is up, it's up there. there. It it's is getting up. there. I just thought. I just thought. Whilst we're going news, we better keep bang bang on the news. Yeah, crikey, yeah. Keep going. Keep high. Madam Two Swords live show. All this hard work. At times, you just need to let your hair down, Jack, don't you, and go your own way. Oh yeah, Ooh, we did. What a link. Yeah, there we, we did. Get. What were they link. called? Fleetwood back. Fleetwood back. A tribute band. A tribute band who do world tours, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Big deal. 
Yeah. Go your own way. Yeah. That that was uh, their closing They did all number. the hits, all the greats. They, they did they did loads, didn't yeah, they? They, they did, did two sets, Ben. Yeah. That's value. Yeah. Any good? Sound good? Yeah, good. yeah, yeah, really good. The guy who was Lindsay Bucking, oh, he was unbelievable. On the and as well, Ben, he must do Brian May as well because his wig was great. He could double up <laughs> yeah. quite easily. He can double yeah, up. He, he can yeah, double he up could. second half, Queen. Amazing. Yeah. Him, him and who the girl who played Stevie Nicks, brilliant. Packed. Packed. Yeah, rammed. Sold out. Rammed. So, all, mix, all mix of ages. A tout outside trying to buy us tickets off us. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. All mix of ages. Hot cakes. And Slipknot were on downstairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was mental, Ben. Imagine you went to the wrong one. I've come for Fleetwood back. Get on, it's Slipknot. But when we were in the queue, when we were in the queue, Jack's girlfriend, Hanny, was like, we're going the wrong way, boys. We're going the wrong way. We're going the wrong way. Just because everyone was dressed for Slipknot. And we were like, this isn't our crowd. No. And then to, to finish off the news section, yeah. Yeah. That night, after Fleetwood back, what did I do? Where did I sleep for the first time ever? At your new house. At my new house in Manchester. Ooh, what a night. It was great. What was it like? It was great. I had a new... Weird noises. I had a new, like, salmon pink hoodie on, Ben. Yeah? That's now covered in gloss paint. (laughs) (laughs) Brand new. First time I'd worn it. Why did you wear a brand new thing to paint? No, I didn't. I didn't. I went and I didn't know when the decorators had left. And obviously I just looked and I had gloss paint all down my arm. Oh, you did the brush. Yeah, I did the brush through. I'm going to be there tomorrow night. And then I'm in London for the rest of the week for the National TV Awards. Oh, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. You're doing a quiz though, aren't you, on the bus down? I am. Top secret, this. Have I told you, Ben? Oh, is it? It's brilliant. It, what do you span in the quiz? Because you've got to nail it down. What have you nailed it down to? What kind of quiz is it? Four rounds. The Cory round. Mm. General knowledge. But the general knowledge I've been quite cheeky with because it's not that general. So it's like questions about the arena that we're going to, the NTAs, the bus that we're on. I've been quite clever. How many wheels is the bus we've got on? Fucking brilliant! Literally, make I make I am making it hard. What are the other two rounds? A picture round. Yeah, good. You always need a picture round. Very good. And I don't quite know yet if po- if if it's possible. But if it is, I'm doing a music round. Well, combine the two. Do music and film because your film knowledge must be huge now. Yeah, play it on your phone. Yeah, I should do music and film. How many? T- how do you divide up the teams on a bus on a coach? We're just gonna tell them. Yeah, it's just whoever you sat next to. Yeah, I think where everyone sat on tables, Ben. Oh, it's a table coach. I think it's like I think it's what like footballers travel on. Oh, okay. Because obviously the train strikes were taking the coach to London, and I thought, well, if we're all on a coach, what what can I do to make the time pass? And I thought, I know what I'm going to do. Colson's Corrie quiz. That's good. I like that. Right, shall we do what we're here to do and talk about Legally Blonde? Yes. Um, this week's film, chosen by the audience, which means, boys, we have Ooh. a co-host, don't we? We've got one of the audience coming on to read us the synopsis. And now, I'm not sure, producer Henry didn't put anything in the notes, but I think we might have had this chap on before. Because it's Richard Bradley from Daventry. And Daventry is where my grandparents are. Yes, I do remember it. He did the the Pretty Woman synopsis. 
Very good. Wow, extraordinary review knowledge. <laughs> extraordinary review knowledge. He's done Pretty Woman. Now he's doing Legally Blonde. He loves a chick flick, does Richard. Let's get him into the studio and have his synopsis. Hello, Carlton, Jack and Ben. Here is another synopsis from me, and this time it's Legally Blonde. Uh, Legally Blonde It tells the story of Elle Woods, played by Reese Witherspoon and her dog Bruiser. Elle is convinced that her boyfriend Warner is going to propose at dinner one night and suddenly is heartbroken when Warner dumps Elle and tells her that he is going to law school and he needs to be with someone serious. A short time later, Elle makes the decision to go to law school herself to try and win Warner back. Hope you enjoy, guys. Short and sweet. Thanks very much, Does Richard. Second Does time the on job, as well, Jack. He's probably getting a bit pissed off. He's already done. He's already done one. He's, already, he's an old hand now, yeah. is Richard. He knows what he's doing. What do you reckon, Ben? It's what we've always said. And what I like to go for, short and sweet. Let's not muck around. Let's not go too big. I've had a mate on, Wainers, Ben. Oh, yeah. He's been re-listening to every single episode. Well done, Wainers. Chifty badge for you. But as in, to the point where he's talking to me about films that I'd forgotten that we'd done and stuff that I'd said in previous episodes. But he said, I'll tell you what would be really good on the podcast, is Ben every week should do a synopsis, as in a shit synopsis. Because you basically, when you do your four-word synopsis, it's quite funny. So what would your synopsis be for Legally Blonde? The shit synopsis. Mm. In five words or less. Young girl becomes lawyer. <laughs> it works. <laughs> you wouldn't watch it, would you, though? No. You go, I don't think there's much in that, is there? And then, what a film. Good film. Reese Witherspoon. Is it 2004? Warm. 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 See, Warm. that confused me, because I thought it's earlier than this. And it's all because it's the class of 2004. So when you first uh, start the the university, it's when you graduate. Oh, it's not it? when you start. Got you, yeah. got you, got you. Mm. Uh, I that. Very good. Yeah. So how did we all... What, you didn't watch it in your house, Coles, did you? No, I haven't got Wi-Fi, I haven't got TVs. So you're at home fixture with your mum. Sat down with your mum, did no, you? No, they're dad? away. Both retired. Sorry, shout out to Nick and Jane. Congratulations after... Well done. However, I think 35 years each in the health service, both retired. There we yeah, go. There Good, we go. Great. Give it that. And so, they're off So they're now. away. They're, they're enjoying their retirement. Perfect. Jack, how did you go watch this? I think this is, I think potentially this is a big Shepherd family watch here. I watched it with my girlfriend, Hanny, and her mum last night. I think Hanny, Hanny covered this in her dissertation at university, I think, this film. Oh, very good. Yeah. I'm mint. I probably should yeah. have had her on. It's a big deal. Ben, how did you watch it? Actually, watched it with my wife. Wow. Hasn't happened for a while, that. We had the home in the bed fixture. Have you got a TV in your bedroom? No. No, no. No TV in the room. I just got the old um, Laptop out. iPad up there. And I said, I was going to watch it downstairs with the dog. And then I said, I thought, and she, I said, oh, do you want to watch it? And she was like, oh. Don't know, I'm a bit tired. Of course, once you start it. It flies, doesn't it? It flies. And she, she she was glancing over, she was glancing over, she went, right, get your headphones off, I'm in. We sat down. It was the dog, so the, the seating plan, the lying plan was wife on left, dog full sausage roll in the middle, <laughs> boiling, absolutely boiling watching it, and then me 
almost at the edge. Kicked off. And you know, you can yeah, you can hardly see the iPad. Dog, best seat in the house, and would look up (laughs) when cheering happened for the courtroom (laughs) scenes. Loved it. The little chihuahua was on. The little. Do you know what? Actually, he did wound wind up. You just heard a little star when the chihuahua came on. Chihuahua home fixture for you there, Jack. Yeah, the chihuahuas weren't arsed. They were asleep on their heated mats. Oh, posh. Drinking their bottled water. This dog drinks bottled water. Bottled water. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. I was watching this film thinking, there's a lot of traits here Mm. with my girlfriend. I wonder if she's Mm. picked up a a, a lot of these characteristics from Reese Witherspoon. So, Reese Witherspoon, how much had she done up to this point? Was she quite established? No, she'd been in, she'd been like a supporting artist in like um, a few films. This was her first sort of starring role that made any money, really. So this blew her career up. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Because it's quite a sophisticated performance, even though it could seem outwardly that it's not. Mm. There's a real sophistication, but she doesn't make fun of that character. She loves that character, and that's it's very good. She didn't sort of laugh at it or sneer at her character i think it's quite sophisticated so she plays l woods who at the start of the film is going out with a boy called warner and they're both like the most popular kids in their fraternities aren't they they're both like the bee's knees and warner turns around to l and says look if i'm gonna be anything in this life i can't do it with you he was like i need he doesn't say, I need a classier girl. He says, I need to concentrate on my career. I need this. I need that. Well, I like that bit when she goes, he goes, I've been thinking. She goes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's not that. And when um, when she says, you're breaking up with me because I'm too blonde. <laughs> well, he can see the stereotypical of a pretty girl that's blonde, popular at school, is she must be thick. Yeah. And yeah. She isn't. She's quite switched on. She's really, yeah. really intelligent. And she proves instantly to us that she's intelligent when she's in that shop and she's buying the dress. Yeah. Yes. And the girl comes over and goes, I love it when someone comes in with daddy's credit card. And she's like trying to sell her a discounted dress for a very high price. And she wise, she cracks onto it straight away. And she knows what the dress is and she knows it's a cheap dress. And, she, and then we go, oh, she's got something about her actually. And then she thinks, she gets the idea that if he's off to Harvard to try and find someone who's educated, I'll just have to get into Harvard to prove my worth to him that I'm educated and and, and I can I, I can do like a law degree and it's fine. As easy as that, isn't it? And she does. She, she, she studies and she gets in. She gets 179 out of 180 in her entrance test. Yeah, which is the top 1%, I think, isn't it, of people who... Um, apply to get in I think uh, I read that somewhere she gets a movie director to direct her video entrance that video is fantastic isn't it it's brilliant the 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 thing she sells herself the pool brilliant her her knowledge of days of our lives Um, it's well written very well written it's kind of based on a true story kind of how is it so the woman who wrote it she she was at Stanford University, not Harvard University, and she was she was trying to do a law degree, and but she was intelligent, but she was also very very much focused and in, into fashion, and during her like spare time, she would be obsessed with Elle magazine, you know, like the fashion magazine. Yeah. 
that's why the character's called Elle, because she, she was always looking over in her spare time over, you know, what the best hairstyle was or fashion or things like that. And everybody else was just work, 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 work. She wasn't. She was this sort of girl who always tried to look good and best fashion and stuff like that. So she's, and she encountered people at this university that didn't like her because of that. They saw her as this stupid dumb blonde even though she wasn't and she was determined to prove them wrong do you know what i mean so it's it's just sort of like so it's exactly what she she the challenges she faced so she so she wrote um, like diaries to herself and like a a manuscript and she after she'd sort of finished um university she spoke to like a professor or something about all these things she'd wrote and he went you should try and put it into a book so she did she sort of wrote it wrote it down like uh, and uh, she tried sending it off to publishers, and they all sort of refused it, except um, film studios. They were interested in making it a film. So even though it wouldn't be, it couldn't get published as a book, the film wanted it. Yeah, so it was a bidding war between film studios then, and MGM got it in the end. That's interesting. Do you think there is a reason why some stories are best told through film? It's very visual. Because you have to see her. You have to see her. I mean, it's probably very good as a book as well, but I can see why a studio jumped on it. But in a book, your imagination and the writer's storytelling is making you picture what you want to picture, whereas in the film, you've got that from Reese Witherspoon and her costume. And there's quite an interesting thing in this. So Reese Witherspoon, throughout the film, has 40 different hairstyles and 60 costume changes. That's mental, that, in a film. 60 costume changes. You have to think of the time as well of this film. So it's 2001, 2000. What massive teen film had just been out in, like, 99? American Pie. So high school, college, those types of films... Are doing well. And they're cheap to make. Yeah. So something that was going to be like a summer comedy that the, that audience, same audience, can go and see. Great, that sells. So that's why MGM picked it up. And then when what transpired is, as they were making the film, they could see there's more of a hidden meaning, rather than just, it's a comedy, let's laugh at the ditzy blonde. There's a, there's a lot more to it where it's, don't just judge a book by its cover just because she's good looking, she, you know, girls, that the, the, she's stupid. Do you know what I mean? She wouldn't be able to get into Harvard. And also that that point of, I suppose, she ends up being true to herself. Mm. She moulds both sides of herself. That fashion side, her side, plus she can represent and be a lawyer as herself. And that's fine. What I really liked about this film is the pace that it moved at. So ever since Warner breaks up with her and she gets herself into Harvard, she kind of... You know, we see her in Harvard and I kind of wondered to myself, where is this going? Is she just going to turn instantly smart and then the film's going to end? But what happens very quickly is um, one of the lecturers, his law firm, needs to take on four first years to help with a big criminal case, a big high-profile case. And it gets us straight back. So we're we're straight into Harvard and then we're straight back out. And it kind of just keeps the film moving really nicely. And it was such a good idea and vehicle to just get 
get them out and then get them in a courtroom. Because it, it was a believable pace, wasn't it? Yes. I suppose they probably worked out you're going to need a bit more than just, just university. her in a classroom yeah. because that's not very interesting. Yeah. They also wrote, because they realised they needed something else more than just her at Harvard, they wrote that B-plot with the nail technician. Yes, you know, Stifler's mum, who we love. Which is her from The White Lotus. Yeah, and American Pie, Stifler's mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jennifer Cool Coolidge? Cool, yes, yep, yep. And um, all that thing of, you know, the UPS guy, and you know all that. And you know that famous line that everybody sort of quotes, that bend and snap? Was that meant yeah. to be a song? No. I think it was meant to be a musical number. It probably is in the musical Legally Blonde. No, it was filmed as a musical number and they cut it. Oh, really? Oof. It's a, I have to say, I would say off. that's a fact off. It's a ping pong fact off. It sort of came about that bend and snap because they needed a B plot to, to run alongside and they're saying, what if she's trying to teach her some sexy moves, this nail technician who's a friend, and it's a bend and it's a snap and then she tries to replicate it and she ends up headbutting some guy who wants to ask her out on a date. So there's two screenwriters, isn't it, that were employed to write, trans, uh, transfer this manuscript to screen, right? So they were having a few drinks in this bar and one of the screenwriters starts demonstrating the bend and snap that's in the film to the director in the bar and he loved it and went right let's put it in so the whole B plot and one of the most iconic lines was sort of like came about from them just having a few drinks in this bar and that's how she got the idea of the whole bend and snap and Reese Witherspoon says she's still stopped to this day 20 years on asking to do the bend and snap she went I think I'll still be doing it but I'm 90 the old UPS man (laughs) very good isn't he Oh yeah, got a big package I've got for you. A package for you with the shot just of his cock. I know, brilliant. I've got a big one. It's a bigger one today. <laughs> like, just brilliant. It's just yeah, it's great. innuendos. It works very well because there's a subplot. She's got no friends, has she? she and she's completely likable, isn't she? There's yeah. not a bad bone in her body. No, and that's what's so lovely is she finds her her people like at the very end. Her girlfriends come and watch her in court. Yeah, mm. she she still likes the same type of people, but I like that as a support. And she's very good. The nail technician, obviously, she's brilliant. In her audition, Reese Witherspoon, the casting director had previously auditioned her to play a stripper in the movie Go. Remember that Ben that came out in like ninety nine, ninety eight, oh, or something. Yeah, she didn't get it anyway, and. In the audition, he said, I know you from somewhere, don't I? And she went, yeah, yeah, you do, but I'll tell you after. Because she knew if she told him, you you audition me to play a stripper, it would completely jeopardise yeah. the audition now for Legally Blonde because he yeah. would just think that's what she is. Yeah. Uh, do you know yeah. what I mean? So he would judge her before the audition. Do you know what I mean? So then after, and he went, as soon as she got to page five of the script... He instantly knew that's Elle Woods. There's no one, no one else. That's it. Done. And then halfway through the audition, he twigged and realised, and he went, "You were absolutely right not to tell me before because I would have, I would have judged." Oh, there we go. But yeah, huge breaking part for her. 
Huge. Got old Titanic man playing Lecture, haven't we? Yes, we have. Old Victor. Yeah. I know Victor. Is he the man you know from Titanic? Yeah, Victor Garber. Yeah, nice guy. Nothing like that character. Because <laughs> that character's <laughs> not a really very nice, nice guy, is he? No, not not at all, but he's a really, really nice guy. And actually, he gives it, I suppose, is that feeling of you're meeting, almost meeting that old that old money, like when she sends in her video and you have all of those men deciding whether yeah. she should be allowed into Harvard. It's like that that awful kind of establishment. He represents that. And then she also meets that young lad. Is it Luke Wilson? Uh, yeah, Emmett. Yeah, Luke Wilson, yeah. Who used to go to the Harvard. And now he's like a, scout. Like a, a junior associate, a third, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Isn't he? yeah. The bit that I liked is, so with the man from Titanic... You never saw that. Well, I personally never saw that coming. I thought that he was the nice guy. And I thought the woman lecturer was the nasty, mean, evil. Mm, yeah, so you judged. Yeah. You judged. You judged, Coulson, you judged. And it gave you a perfect circle. When she's getting her nails judged. And whacked me right back in the face, <laughs> yeah. didn't it? Because... Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. He, he got handsy. She quit. And then it was her who said, no, darling. You're far too talented to be quitting because of a man. Well, she's just saying, but also this is, you're going to meet this all the way along in your career as a lawyer. Get Keep going. And actually, sure enough, it was a really nice moment that, wasn't it? I mean, that's what they do very well in this film. She, that, that lecturer only had two scenes or one scene to set herself up. Victor Garber doesn't have many scenes to set no, his yep. character up. Yep. And they do it. It's clever writing. Very, very quickly you go, oh, that's what they are. The ending was originally slightly different. So they had they had a couple of endings, really. So at the end, she sort of like wins the case, right? Yeah. And then at the end of winning the case, she sort of falls in love with Luke Wilson's character. And they have a kiss and they go off into the sunset. And the audience were like, hmm bit weak that ending because it's not really about their relationship yeah you can see there's chemistry there but not enough that the whole aim of the film was just so that she gets a man do you know what i mean yeah so they went it would be nice if it just says they've been dating but the actual goal of the film is that she becomes a lawyer yeah so that's sort of like what they, you know, when they do the text at the bottom and then when she goes to Boston, um, yes. legal. Yeah, firm. yeah, yeah. It is an interesting fact that my wife noticed. She went, she's got different hair. She's wearing a wig. So she looked at that fact and she was filming in England. Mm. So her shot is England. The reverse is in a studio in LA. So they're not in the same room. And Luke Wilson, Emmett, he had different hair as well. He was wearing a wig because he shaved his head for a job. Oh, uh, the Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, yeah. Which I was amazed is about the same time. Mm. Is that um, Wes Anderson? Yeah, fantastic film. We might do that on the old podcast. Yeah, I think they put it into test audiences and said you need a different ending, and I think that's quite right. And you know the opening montage yeah. isn't Reese Witherspoon because they added that in after they'd done it, so they just got a blonde to ride a bike. No, the blonde on the bike isn't meant to be Reese Witherspoon. The person doing her hair at the beginning is meant to be, but isn't okay. a spoon. 
But then that's because they added in that whole montage after the film. I feel this this episode has been a bit of a fact off between you two. It has been a fact. We've obviously used different sources, haven't we? <laughs> Do you know how much it cost to how much it made? Go, hit us. It cost 18. Yeah. And it made 140. Oof, hello. Big. She was like 23 when she did this film, Reese Witherspoon, and she'd just given birth. Oh, really? Mm. And now she's doing One Day in a Booth for Sing. Is she in that? She runs her own company. Haven't they just bought yeah, it? Yeah, production company, yeah. She produces loads of stuff. Yeah, she is, yeah. Um, little Fires, did she do that? Little Fires Everywhere. Big big Little Lies, I think she did yeah. that. Yeah. I think she just sold it for a few hundred million. So super talented. Yeah, oh, she picks up, seems to turn into gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Academy Award winner as well. Best actress. I think also, that's what's so beautiful about the film is, I think she really makes it, she really makes that film. Her performance is so layered. Oh, God, yeah. It's not just like an American Pie 2. No. It's like really layered, great performance. But that was the premise that MGM bought it for because they thought they were going down that line, but it was only while making the film that they kind of went, we've got something a bit more special than that. Yeah, and the amount of people that have come up to Reese Witherspoon since and said, "You made me want to go to law school," and I did. I got in, and now I'm a lawyer thanks to watching your performance as Elle Woods in Legally Blonde, and it's like great. Like Jack said, everything Reese Witherspoon touches turns to gold. So we're going to take a quick break, get her on the phone, see if she fancies the podcast, and then we'll be back with our ratings. 
it's a great easy watch. I mean, I don't think it's like I don't know. Yeah, I think it. I think, as you would say, Colson, it chugs along. Chugs along quickly, though. It chugs along at a good pace. It's a good. And chug. she's fantastic in it, and actually, all the supporting cast are fantastic. Um, I think I'll go easy eight. Jack, I think yeah. Um, it's a. It's it's got more of a powerful meaning than at first glance, which is the whole premise of the film as well. Um, not to judge, not just look at it and think chick flip. Um, there's a lot more about it, and f- from what that director's done as well, because he's n- he's no sort of prior knowledge on how to make a film. The only thing he'd done before that is short films. You're joking, so, yeah. So he says. He would turn up on set at short films and there would be him and five crew members and a camera. And they'd be re- they'd record a day or two and the film would be done. He turns up to do that film. There's 200 crews. There's trucks with lights. There's eight stars. There's, there's Reese Witherspoon there. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a big deal. He's got the pressure of MGM on set watching his every move and he's got to pretend like he knows what the fuck he's doing he says it, it was completely sort of amazing got his, the gig yeah but I, th- I think it stands up as well that film massively still stands up today oh yeah it does stand up without a doubt stands up without a doubt I mean what was Legally Bond 2 was she in that she was in that but I don't think it's as I don't do think as well. it's as good and then is there Legally Blondes as well about yeah there is twins. but she's not she's not in that I don't think but yeah I'm I'm gonna go 8 as well as Ben I'm gonna go 8 as well yeah 3 24 out of 30 that's exactly what it deserves isn't it yeah fantastic yeah so where does no. that, let me have a look, where's that put us on the, uh, I could just look at the adjudication here. It puts us, so we're, we're at 24, puts us above Brokeback Mountain, but yep. below City of God. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, very good. It's a good film. I think just on one note from me, I hadn't seen it and I knew very little about the film. And just from having flicked through Sky Movies and seen the poster... It wasn't the film I expected it to be. No. And I guess it does, it teaches you many lessons about judging a book by its cover. And almost the way the film was marketed and branded, it it kind of taught me that lesson twice, if that makes sense. Once in the story of the film and once about the film and the way that I would look to pick a film. So no, very good. Um, double messages everywhere. Good performance, good film. Thanks to the audience, I think, for picking that one. Yeah, great pick. Yeah. Very good pick. It's my pick next week. Oof. Hang Here on. We go. And we bring us back down to earth. Track yourself It's we my can... pick next week. Poor. And it's quite close to Halloween, boys, as well. So oh, there's a little teaser. I bet it's that animation one. <laughs> Monster House 2. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson and Gem. It's, it's gone as Jackson and Gem. It this is, is Jack's gem, gem. Jack's gem. Gem, gem. This week. Okay, so I've gone Netflix heavy, haven't I? Recently, we had Disney Plus last week. That snuck in there, didn't it? I suppose. Yeah. This is on the iPlayer. Okay. Ooh, so is, it, is this a hidden gem? Pay your license. Ish. <laughs> Pay your license. 
It's a hidden gem-ish, but not really. It's a big, big BBC drama, okay? So it's season two of The Capture. No? Radio yeah. Silence from YouTube. Radio right. Silence. Okay. There was a series that came out, I'd say about three, four, three years ago, something like that, called The Capture on BBC. Who's in it? i tell you who's in it. Ron Perlman is in it. Oh, yeah. Big American actor. Yeah. Right? But he's playing like a supporting role. It's basically about... It's sort of like MI5 are like controlling CCTV surveillance cameras and they're correcting footage to make people look like they've done crimes when they know they've done them. They call it correction, okay? So say like they know someone has planted a bomb and it's blown up a building, but they've no evidence that they've done it. They create evidence visually so that it'll stand up in court and they go, that's you walking into the building, even though it isn't them, but they create it. So it's all about that. So it's sort of like an organisation going on behind British intelligence, but the whole world's doing it and everybody knows everyone's doing it. So China are doing it, the Russians, the Americans. So this is somebody at the police sort of working out that their own country is doing this. And it's illegal. But somehow it's legal, but it isn't. But it's very, very good. And then she's got to go after bad guys that she sees on CCTV footage killing people, but they're not. It's it's very good. Season one's very good, and season two's just as good. Very, very good. They're on the they're on the iPlayer. It's a series about six eps, something like that. Watch it. Very, very good. Keeps you guessing all the way through. Capture. Interesting. He's happy with himself there. It's isn't he? good. It's a good series. It is good. So next week's the twentieth, which um, which is getting towards spooky season, isn't it? Boys? <laughs> There's some straws I'm clutching at. Yeah, there is. After after spooky season ends on the twentieth, Ben, you know what it's going to be? It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so interestingly. You, you two are going to have to hear me out here because you could jump in and snap on me. Mm. You know when I was cleaning my bedroom out because of the old mouse attack and I found my old DVD collection? Yes. Stumbled across this little number from 14-year-old Colson's library. Ooh, is it decent? It's a horror-ish. Oh. It was a Blu-ray classic. Whoa. Next week, oh. we are watching... The Cloverfield. You mean Cloverfield? Yeah. <laughs> We're watching a Cloverfield. Um, is that the alien one? Yeah, kind of. It's all sh- it's shot on handheld camera. Okay. So how's that spooky Halloween? It is. It's uh, kind of spooky. It's setting it up for you. Blair Witch in a city. It's a bit scary. It's a bit scary. It's a bit scary. Cloverfield. Yeah. Banger. Yeah. Are you excited? No. <laughs> I've seen I have seen it. I remember when it came out and I remember it got a lot of hype. Does it come out in like two thousand and four? JJ Abrahams. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the others have been shit, by the way. Like it's because they've had two more. I think Cloverfield Lane and then there was yes. Cloverfield Two and they yeah. were shit. But the original Cloverfield and it's all shot on like handheld camera. So it'll you want to take a few pills before you watch it, Ben. It'll make you a bit uh, queasy. Maybe a bit Ill. Yeah, definitely. You wouldn't want to watch that on an eighty-inch TV. Oh. Um, Patreon boys, 
which is where you can get extra Sofa Cinema Club. Like tickets for the show. Yeah, it's not yeah. mugs. <laughs> so you get early T-shirts access. T-shirts for your body. <laughs> <laughs> you get early access to a lot of stuff on Patreon. That's where stuff goes before it goes out to the general public. A bit like the tickets for our live show. Some of our merchandise. We get ad-free episodes. You get special bonus episodes every month. And if you subscribe, you get a shout-out on the podcast. And, boys, this week, we're only giving one shout-out because it's not a new member. It's an upgrade, yeah? Everyone loves an upgrade. It's an upgrade. She's gone from Tier 1 to Tier 2, which means we're back in the office and we're discussing promotions. We don't know what her original job was. What's Her, her name is Andrea Beaver. And we can't remember what original name, original job was. I might have made this up. I don't know if I have made this up. But I've got a potential job for Andrea Beaver. It can't be anything to do with animals because we've we've had giraffes. No, no, no. We've had tuna. Think outside the box. Helen West's well happy with her job, by the way. What, a tuna wrangler? Head of tuna. Right. Are you ready for Andrea Andrea Beaver. Beaver? Big promotion. She's coming to the office. Us three are sat at one end of the table. Andrea Beaver is sat at the other end. And what do we know about beavers? We know one thing. Andrea Beaver, congratulations. You are now our head of woodwork. <laughs> mm, not bad. Head of construction. Very construction, good. Construction, that's why. Head what of I, construction. Yeah, I, I think we've got to get Sack builder. Head of joinery. Head of wood construction. You've got to get wood and Head of construction. Con- head of wooden constructions. <laughs> wooden constructions. Andrew Beaver. Big, big promotion, I feel there. It's a big yeah. job. We don't know what our original job was. <laughs> she was probably that. She probably she was. was. probably that. It was either that or head of beavers, isn't it? It's one yeah. or the other. If you guys want to get a job, on the old movie studio slash cinema. It's really easy to do so. To become a member of our Patreon and get loads of bonus content, sign up at www.patreon.com forward slash Sofa Cinema Club. And remember, tomorrow is your chance to buy tickets for our first ever live show. What's the date, Jack? It's Friday the 18th of November. November. Ben, where is it? At the Anthony Burgess Foundation, who wrote Clockwork Orange. Fantastic film. Uh, get yourselves there. And if you want tickets to see us three live in the flesh, head on over to www.sofacinemaclub.com forward slash live. We're back here next week where we're watching the really scary, spooky Halloween horror that is Cloverfield. We're back on Monday for Soap Cinema Club Extraterrestrial. Until then, good night, God bless. Good night. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.